Welcome to Here and Back Again. I am David O'Callaghan and this is a podcast looking at all things releasing weekly on streaming and the cinemas with a bit of new music and pop culture goss thrown in. Well, we're finally in October. The fireworks have been going off since August. Fear and terror is in the air and Halloween is fast approaching. So it's perfect time for streamers to begin to unleash all their horror content. And boy oh boy have they embraced that policy this week. So, shall we begin? This Halloween, you can't escape the shock, the terror of Werewolf by Night. Tonight... It is every hunter for themselves. Good luck. I'll be rotting for you. But one of you is a monster. Masquerading as one of our own. I can't wait to find out what breed of evil you are. Marvel's Werewolf by Night on Disney Plus is a special mini-movie presentation that delves into the world of monsters in the old Universal Classic Monsters Hammer Horror cinematic style. After the death of their leader, a group of monster hunters including Jack Russell, played by Gail Garcia Bernal, are sent on a deadly competition to find a relic weapon. Part Hunger Games, part Camp Edward, all old-school black-and-white horror, this special is 52 minutes of absolute joy with plenty of fun jumps and scares thrown in. American composer Michael Giacchino, who did The Batman, Star Trek, Rogue One, and who also won an Oscar for Up, makes his directorial debut and it's a definite statement of intent. Fab fun, get the popcorn in, turn the lights down, loved it. That's Werewolf by Night on Disney+. Plus. Don't. Don't actually go down there. What is this? It's kind of a club. You guys sneak into the library every night and make ghosts. Tell stories. Make ghosts sounds better. Welcome to your first official night in the Midnight Club. The Midnight Club on Netflix is the new horror series from Mike Flanagan, he of The Haunting of Hill House and Midnight Mass fame. Uh, this latest series is an adaptation of the 1994 Christopher Pike young adult novel of the same name that centres on eight dying teenagers in a hospice who try to spook each other with scary stories and make a chilling pact the first to die must send a sign from beyond the grave. This anthology series sees each episode focus on a story told by one of the teens, a story itself which is based on another Christopher Pike horror story. All 10 episodes stream today and that is The Midnight Club now on Netflix. Hey dad. Hey buddy. I've got some really bad news. I will call you back if it seems appropriate. Mr. Harrigan, I wish that you were here. I got beat up pretty bad tonight. I want him to get what he deserves. Mr. Harrigan's Phone is now on Netflix. This is a horror movie written and directed by John Lee Hancock, based on the novella of the same name by Stephen King from the collection If It Bleeds. The film stars Donald Sutherland and Jade Martell, telling the tale of a lonely teen in a small town, befriending an elderly neighbour shortly before the latter's death. The boy makes sure that the man is buried with his iPhone, and then he sends the dead man a text after the funeral out of sentimentality. When he receives a reply from his dead friend, well, all bets are off. It kicks off big time. A quality horror romp 
based on a pretty decent King novella. That is Mr. Harrigan's Phone on Netflix. It's Stephen King. Of course you're going to watch it. Next up, Old People is a German horror now on Netflix. What am I going to say? Uh, old people scare me when they do horror. But anyway. A woman who's returned home with her two kids to attend her sister's wedding, but must suddenly defend their lives against blood-seeking murderous pensioners. That's all you need to know. It's German. It's batshit it's gonna be fun as i said earlier i i kind of get freaked out by scary old people in general i possibly still haven't recovered from m night Shyamalan's uh the visit after all these years but yep that is old people a german horror movie now on netflix let the right one in is a 10 episode series on paramount plus and yes it is inspired by the original swedish novel and the two films already out there in the world so quite why we now have a new series is slightly confusing but i suppose vampires are all the rage again and this series which centers on a father and his daughter whose lives were changed 10 years earlier when she was turned into a vampire uh, it's here now so we'll have to see what happens uh, locked in at the age 12 perhaps forever elner lives in a closed in life able to go out only at night while her father does his best to provide her with human blood she needs to stay alive. Maybe in a series form the human side of the tale when this horror story can be observed more closely and over a longer period but who knows only time will tell. That's Let the Right One In this series now on well on Paramount Plus from Saturday October 8th. And finally in this bumper horror section this week The Walking Dead Season 11 the final episodes are now streaming every Monday on Disney Plus. The final 8 episodes will finally wrap up the show after its 11th season slash 12 year run. Soon to be followed up by its numerous spin-off shows because nobody wants to kill a franchise they just want to kill zombies. But for all those out there still invested and there are some of us still alive just about we have finally made it game on you know who lives who dies well we know who lives because there's loads of spin-offs coming but anyway, that is it so that is uh the walking dead season 11 the final episodes all eight popping up on disney plus over the next eight weeks and that's it there you go your horror junkies you are all in game on never to be seen again as for the rest of us yeah there's kind of some other stuff being launched this weekend 25 pounds no no, no i ordered 200 what is beef you still got that meat connect and get twelve fifty for that on eBay. Boom. You cut vegetables like a bitch. Not system, system, baby. System, system. This is your brother's house. I was running it fine without you. Why didn't you leave it to you then? The Bear on Disney Plus sees a young chef from the world of fine dining come home to Chicago to run his family's Italian beef sandwich shop after a death in the family. Dealing with financial debts left behind, a rundown kitchen and a quite unruly staff. Carmi has it all to do. Jeremy Allen White plays, uh, he's from uh, US Shameless, is um, absolutely amazing as the returning saviour. Carmi, uh, can he pull it all together or will the family business disappear into obscurity? I cannot, cannot recommend this show enough. Oh my God, it's one of the best new shows out there and is an absolute stress ball of joy and tension. Brilliant supporting cast with everybody playing their part no matter how big or small the role. Even though it has nothing to do with this series, if you've read Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen Confidential and understand the madness and the chaos of what it's like to work in a kitchen, especially in New York or Chicago, uh, this series actually bizarrely just captures that whole manic vibe and is just almost like a pitch perfect version of it. So that is The Bear now on Disney Plus. I urge you, stretch yourself out, maybe have a wine while watching it, but absolutely brilliant show. 
That is the bear, as I keep saying. And I'll keep saying again and again. The Redeem Team on Netflix is a featured documentary from the makers of Michael Jordan's The Last Dance and follows the story of the US Olympic men's basketball team as they travel to the 2008 Beijing Olympics to embark on a quest for the coveted gold medal that they feel rather embarrassingly eluded them four years prior. The Redeem Team of the name is a play on the famous 1992 US Dream Team. Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, amongst many other feature in the stock for those sports lovers out there. You gotta love a bit of, uh, you know, Olympic basketball. Go for it. That's The Redeem Team, now on Netflix. Also on Netflix, The Trapped 13, How We Survived the Thai Cave. This is a compelling documentary where members of the Thai youth soccer team tell their stories of getting trapped in the Tham Luang Cave in 2018 and surviving, obviously. Recently, it was a subject of the brilliant National Geographic documentary, The Rescue, which is currently on Disney+, and the fab Colin Farrell, Viggo Mortensen, Ron Howard directed movie, 13 Lives, which is on Prime Video. So yet another worthy addition to the collection. That's The Trapped 13 on Netflix. You're my only daughter. If I say that you shall be married, then married you shall be. Where is the Lady Catherine? I've come here to propose marriage. A man has come and asked for me by name. You cannot mean our Lady Catherine. She's a vile creature. Some say she has a third ear. She does. Have you seen this third ear? I've seen it. Where? Back of her neck. Is it functional? Spare. Spare. On Prime Video, Lena Dunham writes, stars and directs a 13th century comedy based on Karen Cushman's award-winning children's novel of the same name that is Catherine called Birdie. Bella Ramsey, uh, Lady Mormont for any Game of Thrones fans out there, Billy Piper and Andrew Scott also star. The movie focuses on Birdie as she narrates her life as a 14-year-old aristocrat in medieval England, the daughter of a financially destitute lord. She constantly attempts to thwart her father's plans to marry her off to a wealthy suitor. This coming-of-age comedy has been getting absolutely fantastic early buzz at all the different festivals, and uh, Bella Ramsey in the lead role has been getting absolutely rave reviews. So it's absolutely definitely worth a look and would come highly recommended for this weekend. That is Catherine called Birdie on Prime Video. On the other scale of of nonsense, far beyond the far end of the scale, for those cake lovers who want something a bit more messy and car crash than Bake Off, Nailed It returns to Netflix for a new season. Uh, Home bakers with a terrible track record take a crack at recreating edible masterpieces for a $10,000 prize. It's part reality contests, it's part hot mess. For those fans out there, and I know you're out there, season 7 is now available to stream. Hugely popular show but not for me. Also, Bling Empire uh, is also on Netflix as season three returns of this uh, reality series. Following the wildly wealthy Asian and Asian American uh, fun seekers going all out with parties, glamour and drama in Los Angeles and beyond, you can expect the usual catfights amidst all the cash. So much cash. That's Bling Empire season three now on Netflix. My name is Ani Finelli. Soon, I'll be an editor at the New York Times Magazine. Your voice is simply peerless. And in six weeks, I'm getting married in a lavish but tasteful ceremony. Luke comes for money. Let's go, babe. But I have something no trust fund can buy. The Edge. Love my work. Hate babies. 
I'm this close to the life no one thought I deserved. The Luckiest Girl Alive on Netflix is the story of a successful New York businesswoman, played by Mila Kunis, who appears to be living the good life, but is forced to revisit a dark moment from her teenage years when confronted by a documentary filmmaker in this adaptation of the novel by Jessica Knoll. Scoot McNary, Connie Britton, Finn Wuttrock and Jennifer Beals also star. This one looks like a pretty cracker thriller. You know the one, these are the ones you just want to, yep, stick it on, I'll just watch it, I'm in. So a really cracker thriller there. That is The Luckiest Girl Alive now on Netflix. Another thriller out there is Significant Other, which is on Paramount+. Plus. This is an unnerving thriller, which follows a young couple who take a remote backpacking trip through the Pacific Northwest and face sinister events, leading them to realise that everything about the place where they are is not as it seems. Oh yeah! Uh, starring Jake Lacey and Micah Monroe, this one could be quite fun and definitely will have a few twists along the way. I love it, El Twisty. Um, so that's Significant Other, which will be on Paramount Plus from Saturday, October 8th. Over on Netflix, Glitch uh, is a South Korean series that tells the story of a young woman who joins forces with a UFO watching club to investigate her boyfriend's sudden disappearance uh, and then stumbles into an absolutely mad, wild conspiracy. As to be expected, this one's mad. As I said, wild as a bag of cats and you wouldn't expect that less, in fairness. Uh, and it's definitely worth a watch if this is your sort of thing. So that is the South Korean series Glitch, now on Netflix. Conversations with a Killer, the Jeffrey Dahmer tapes over on Netflix. They're all in on Dahmer these days, uh, continuing this their chilling tape series, which already has featured Ted Bundy and John Wayne Gacy. This one should have huge interest due to the recent success of uh, Dahmer Monster, the Ryan Murphy show with uh, Evan Peters. This one dives into the case of obviously one of uh, America's most notorious serious killers, but with never before heard audio. So that's for anybody who's into that sort of thing. Too freaky for me. That's Conversations with a Killer, the Jeffrey Dahmer tapes, now on Netflix. For all you James Bond fans out there who have Prime Video, rejoice, because the full James Bond catalogue is now finally on one streamer. All 25 movies, including No Time to Die, are now available. Uh, and if you're if you're into that sort of thing, people are excited. Also added into the mix is the sound of 007. This is a feature-length documentary about the music of James Bond, directed by Matt Whitecross, and pulls back the curtain on the history of the six decades of James Bond music, taking viewers on a journey from Sean Connery's Dr. No all the way through to Daniel Craig's final outing in No Time to Die. Personal highlight was definitely Tina Turner calling out Bono on Goldeneye, and actual footage of Bono singing the demo. Absolutely fascinating stuff. As regards my top three James Bond tunes, yes, I'm going to go controversial and actually name them and no one's ever going to, we're all going to be different, but we're all allowed our opinions. But for me, it's Shirley Bassey's Diamonds Are Forever, Duran Duran's A View to a Kill and Sheena Easton's For Your Eyes Only. Obviously, I'm going to throw in a curveball because that's what I do and I will always love Radiohead's unused Spectre tune, which was, yes, replaced by Sam Smith's extremely dull Oscar winning tune. So that's Bond, James Bond, all of them now on Prime Video. And what about the children, I hear you say? What about the children? Well, for the smallies this week, it's a very interesting mix. And we're going to start with Monster High, the movie, which is now on Paramount+. Plus. This is a live-action musical fantasy film based on the Monster High fashion doll franchise, which is created by Battelle. Uh, I'm not going to lie, this is getting absolutely pummeled review-wise. I mean, shocking stuff. It really looks like a poor man's descendants or zombies. But Monster High is a huge junior fan base and is a massive franchise. And really, who cares? 
feel the fear and do it anyway. So that's Monster High, the movie, now on Paramount+. Plus. Hello Jack, The Kindness Show on Apple TV Plus is a new kid show that basically kind of comes across a bit like Mr. Rogers meets Sesame Street. Jack, of the name, is one of Clover Grove's most thoughtful and caring residents, greeting everyone with kindness and humour, and his ability to spread compassion, creativity and imagination inspires everyone in town to do the same. This show is all about practising kindness for preschoolers and will either drive you insane or be a revelation to the smallies in your life. So that's Hello Jack, the kind of show on Apple TV+. Oddballs on Netflix is an animation kids series that looks kind of like a cross between Investigators and Bunny vs. Monkey and is a kind of a perfect show for fans of those books or fans of Dogman. In the little town of Dirt, James, a bubble-shaped boy, has observations on life which fuel his comedic rants at everyday annoyances. Elevates them to absurd heights constantly, uh, along with his best friends Max, a talking crocodile, and Echo, a girl who claims to be from the future. James's ridiculous schemes to question norms often result in absolute disaster disaster which leads to the most important thing life lessons but learning them the odd way so kind of age seven to eight this is a bit of crack bit of madness uh maybe even some parents will enjoy it so that's oddballs on netflix and finally on streaming, The Problem with John Stewart returns for season two with Apple TV+. Plus. It's series returns. It's obviously more in-depth interviews. If you know what the show is, uh, d- discussions about current uh, events and issues. And obviously, with it's John Stewart. So what more do you need to know? So that's The Problem with John Stewart, season two, which is now returned to Apple TV+. Plus. And that is your streaming lineup for the week. Uh, it's a bumper. It's a bumper ride. So you've, it's all there. <laughs> There's so much good stuff. I, you know, I, yeah. Good luck again dealing with the landscape and not leaving the house. But if you do leave the house, as always, here are this week's cinema choices. Don't know. You are called to join the king's guard. No kingdom in all of Africa shares this privilege. Train hard, fight harder. We fear no one. And we fear no pain. I offer you a choice. Fight or we die. First up this week we have The Woman King. Uh, this is an old school historical epic film about the Agoji, the all-female warrior unit that protected the West African kingdom of Dahomey during the 17th to 19th centuries. Set in the 1820s, uh, the film stars Viola Davis as a general who trains the next generation of warriors to fight their enemies. It's directed by Gina Prince-Bidewood. Absolutely vicious, sweeping battle scenes, stunning cinematography, all backed up by this amazing cast, who also alongside Viola Davis, Lashana Lynch, Sheila Atom, it has to be seen to be believed on the big screen to be and to be fully appreciated. We're talking old school epic movie making here, like Gladiator and Braveheart, obviously were the kind of the example and there's been lots of attempts since that to recreate that kind of success with historical epics and basically have never really fully delivered whereas this is definitely back to that level extremely overwhelming dramatic and absolutely class so that is the woman king which is now in cinemas this role definitely puts Viola Davis in the mix for Best Leading Actress at the Oscars alongside Michelle Yeoh so far. But long way to go, but it'll take some stupendous roles to step up. And there's plenty coming, but it would, you know, Viola Davis and Michelle Yeoh for me at the moment are a shoe in From the epic to the, oh, 
Hot mess. Amsterdam is from David O. Russell. Um, oh, God. Too many A-list actors to name. We'll just go with John David Washington, Christian Bale and Margot Robbie being the leads. But there's Legion, Taylor Swift. There's, there's millions of them in here. Set in the 1930s, it follows three friends who witness a murder become suspects themselves and uncover one of the most dangerous plots in American history. Uh, Loosely, extremely loosely based on a real story. This is a classic case of too many cooks, too many cameo distractions, not enough decent plot, bumbling, mystery drama, which is quite forgettable and eh, quite underwhelming and meh. And it kind of meanders all over the gaff. And that's me sitting on the fence. So sadly, that's David O. Russell's Amsterdam. Getting better buzz, though, is Vengeance, a black comedy film written, directed and starring BJ Novak. In his directorial debut, Novak tells the tale of a journalist and podcaster travelling from New York City to Texas to investigate the death of a woman who he once hooked up with. Uh, Getting fairly decent reviews and kind of arriving on these shores with a half-decent buzz behind it, that is BJ Novak's Vengeance. And finally, two documentaries featuring iconic Irish women, which kind of weirdly are going head-to-head in limited release at Irish cinemas. Why they put them out at the same weekend, I'm sure there's a reason, but whatever. Sinead O'Connor's documentary Nothing Compares releases this weekend, as does Vicky Phelan's documentary Vicky. Both are receiving rave reviews, really glowing coverage, and as I said, it just seems odd that they'd released against each other. But I'm not in distribution, so who am I to speak? So that's Nothing Compares and Vicky, both in limited release at cinemas this weekend. On the music front, there's some interesting releases this week. First up is Broken Bells, who released their new album, Into the Blue. The duo of producer Danger Mouse and The Shins, James Mercer, are back together with an album for the first time in nearly eight years. So you can fully expect a chilled, classy vibe with swelling harmonies and synths and just mood. Just give me some mood. It's very exciting stuff. So that's Broken Bells with Into the Blue. Caribou side project Daphne released Cherry. And this one goes on full rave by the sounds of things like no not that bad scooters later in the year uh, dance nate gives people what they want floor fillers and bangers so that's caribou aka daphne side project with their new album cherry and then king gizzard and the lizard wizard uh, <laughs> released their new album well actually released their third album in about 12 months the album is called ice death planets lungs mushrooms and lava yes jumping musical genres at an insane pace uh, fans of the australian rock band have come to expect all sorts of trippy groovy guitar keyboard riffs sounding like they've time traveled from the 1970s absolutely brilliant live bands so that is king gizzard and the lizard wizard and they're here to stay with ice death planets lungs mushrooms and lava under the banner of three things we learnt in pop culture this week. First up, we have Dune, the sisterhood. Word has been circulating that Emily Watson and Shirley Henderson will lead the cast of HBO Max's Dune, the sisterhood from legendary television. The series, which is based on Frank Herbert's classic novel, is set about 10,000 years before the ascension of Paul Atreides and follows the Harkonnen sisters, played by Watson and Henderson, as they combat the forces that threaten the future of humankind. Always, always getting threatened. And established the fabled sect known as the Beanie Jesseret. If I pronounce that wrong, whatever. <laughs> it's, yeah, I just, what can you do? Beanie Jesseret. I think it's that's a good, anyway. 
for anyone who loved Denny Villa's Dune, this spin-off is only good news. So most likely Dune Part 2 and this could be turning up in the same year or within touch and distance of each other. So that's all very exciting stuff. That is Dune, the sisterhood, announcing Emily Watson and Shirley Henderson as its leads. Next up, after 11 seasons, 264 episodes and an 18-year gap, Paramount Plus has given a series green light to Frasier with Kelty Grammer reprising his signature role. All we seem to know so far is that it's focused on psychiatrist-turned-radio host Frasier Crane and his next chapter in a different city. He'll be surrounded by new characters, but original Frasier cast members, while not going to be series regulars, are most likely going to make guest appearances all over the gaff. So that's Frasier, The Return, coming to Paramount+. Plus. And finally, following on from his epic The Northman, Robert Eggers' long-awaited new take on the Nosferatu, two is it a franchise? Who knows what it is, is definitely gaining some serious momentum as Deadline are reporting that Bill Skarsgård is attached to play Nosferatu 2 and Lily Rose Depp is in talks to co-star. In this new reimagining for Eggers, Nosferatu 2 is a gothic tale of obsession between a haunted young woman in 19th century Germany and the ancient Transylvanian vampire who stalks her, bringing untold horror with him. Uh, one can only imagine how crazy and visually stunning this one's going to be because Eggers is the man for that type of thing. So I'm all in. Bring it on. Nosferatu, 2, Robert Eggers, Bill Skarsgård, Lily Rose Depp. Hell yeah. And that's us. We're all wound up. We're all ready to rock. Your weekend is, is blitzed indoors and outdoors. Best of luck to you. It's going to be a struggle, but you'll get through it. So this is David O'Callaghan for the Here and Back Again podcasts. Wishing you all the best. And until next week, stay safe and binge happy. So there you are, lone traveller, looking for more nuggets, more gems. Well, we've got a gem for you this week. Rob McElhenney. What a guy. You may know him as the guy who owns Wrexham, that other guy with Ryan Reynolds. You may also know him as Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Well, in this week's In Case You Missed It slot, he is currently hot and buzzy, so it's only right that we focus on Apple TV Plus's Mythic Quest. What is Mythic Quest? If you haven't seen it, it's a comedy series about the team behind the biggest multiplayer video game of all time, which is tasked with building worlds, moulding heroes and creating legends. But as you can imagine, in a situational comedy set in an office space, hard-fought battles do not occur in the game, they happen amongst the staff. I absolutely adore the show. It's so quirky, so funny, yet has all the heart you'd expect from Rob. It had a bit of a slow start for a workplace comedy, but it truly finds its gears halfway through season one, and 
never looks back. There's currently two seasons out uh, within which the pandemic shot episodes are quite emotional, I'm going to be honest. And now would be the time, if you haven't caught it, to bail in as season three arrives on Apple TV+. Plus. Yes, the home of many an awesome show and there will be many more to tell you about. But season three arrives on November 11th. So, in case you missed it, that's the glorious and wonderful Mythic Quest now streaming on Apple TV+. And with that, farewell, weary streaming traveller. The man with the creepy voice must leave and leave you to your own devices and watching too many shows.